we're in the Bible Belt. That's like scary. That's scarier. Yeah, I was about to say that's scary. <laughs> I think for women it's scarier. I mean, and little boys. Handmaid's Tale up here. Wait. Oh God. Oh gosh. <laughs> Cut that out, right? <laughs> yeah. Candy and I are like, <laughs> all we need are the cloaks. For handmaids, would have we'd to, be in. I it. would have to be. I would have to be an aunt because I don't think they would let me be a handmaid. Facts. Welcome to the WTF Did I Just Watch Horror Podcast, where we talk about the weird, the cringy, the popular, and not-so-popular horror movies that are hard to watch. And I am your host for tonight's show, Justin, and with us, we have our resident Scream Queen, my favorite haunted house actress, Chaney. What's up, Chaney? Hello! Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Also with us tonight, we have the boss bitch herself, none other than my beautiful wife, Beth. What's up, everybody? Long time no see. What's up? What's up? And uh, tonight we are coming at you with a bonus episode uh, of a movie um, that I've been really, really excited for, for a long time. Especially after the teaser trailer dropped for this little gem. Um, tonight, we're talking about Rob Zombie's The Monsters. <laughs> Anything Rob Zombie. Fair, fair. Uh, yeah, and so this just dropped on Netflix on Tuesday and uh, couldn't wait to watch it. So we, you know, had to a, had a drop a, a quick podcast on it and, and let you know our thoughts. Um, and I'm very, very curious to see what you guys thought about this. So um, I say we just jump right into it and start talking about this movie. I'll, I'll give a quick summary. Um, but basically, this is Rob Zombie's love letter to The Monsters, which is an older show for those that, you, that don't know. I'm sure everyone knows. But um, I think it's from the 50s, maybe into the 60s. Yeah. And um, it used to come on TV when I was a kid. My dad used to watch it. I think there's two camps here. I think there's Adam's family camp and I think there's the Munsters camp. I'm definitely on the Munsters side. I like the Adam's family movies, but I didn't really like the show at all. Um, the Munsters was kind of a satire, felt more satire, satire, satire. Yeah, whatever. Felt more like a satire and it was just more fun. It had a lot more comedy to it. Um, I used to love watching how they they would take normal situations and because they're monsters, they, you know, trying to fit in with normal situations. And I just I, I love the goofiness of the show. Um, and so this is Rob Zombie's attempt to recreate that. Uh, this movie is not in black and white. It is in full, extremely full Technicolor neon crazy ass lighting. Uh bright greens, bright purples, bright oranges. Uh, it, you know, we'll get into that. And, uh, I, I didn't know if they were going to go full like black and white or color. And then the trailer dropped for this movie and the trailer looked God awful. Okay. So 
back up about a month before that, they dropped this awesome teaser trailer and it was black and white. And it was kind of like the opening to the monster show where they're, you know, coming out of the house and man, it looked freaking amazing. The character design looked great. The house looked great. The, the way it was shot, like the comedy of it felt spot on, man. And then they released the full trailer and it looked like a Nickelodeon, uh, made for TV Hallmark movie with a bunch of neon lights in the background. Like it felt like Halloween town on Disney channel. And, uh, it, it kind of bothered me, man. So I was kind of worried about this still wanted to see it because I love Rob zombie and I love everything he's done. Um, in fact, there's not one project that he's done that I did not like. And that's a lot of that, especially Halloween two is how I got my nickname of Mr. Bad taste. So I, I, realize that you don't have to mention it hint hint um so yeah this is uh this is the monster's origin story this is lily and herman coming together this is how herman became you know the frankenstein type monster uh this is how they fell in love and can and gelled and built their little family and then moved to america uh bunch of stuff happens in there. It doesn't really matter that there's not really a plot. It's just them falling and falling in love and moving to America, bunch of stuff that doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, this is a, this is a fun little movie, man. This is a fun little movie. Um, Chaney, what, are, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, I gotta go first. You gotta go first. Um, <clears throat> well, I actually thought it was really cute. Thought it was a really cute movie, and I was surprised because I didn't see the teaser trailers or anything like that beforehand. So I was like, "Is he going to spin this to be like actual horror?" And then when I started watching it, I was like, "Oh no, he's going to keep it goofy." And I just thought it was really cute, and I was reading some stuff about how because I was like, "Why didn't he do black and white?" And I know a lot of people are questioning that um, because I do think it would have looked really good in black and white. But um, I was reading where Rob Zombie, I guess he saw all the characters in their costumes and was like, dude, they look like they're in a cartoon right now. So that's why he wanted to go full color because he felt like it was a live action cartoon. Um, So I thought that was pretty cool. I really did Oops, sorry, I didn't mean to no, cut you off, but no, what's what's funny is he initially his initial concept was black and white and yeah. Universal was like, nope, it's got to be color like they wouldn't really? give him the rights to make it in black and white. They didn't want it to be a copy. And he was like, well, I'm going to make it as colorful as possible because it does like like what you just said. It, yeah. it He wanted it to feel like a cartoon almost. Holy cow. I did not realize that. And he definitely succeeded, in my opinion. Oh, making like, it feel like a yeah. Oh so yeah. There is one other thing, Cheney. If you there's a um, interview, like it's probably about fifteen, maybe twelve, fifteen years ago, where he it was after a um, an arena after he did a musical performance. Um, this was like very towards the beginning of Rob Zombie end of White Zombie time frame, and they were discussing kind of like what makes you you. You know, versus like when he did like the white jumpsuits switching over to Rob Zombie, but it was the colors that he used. And 
who he personified on stage. He wore the big boots, right? These big, heavy boots. Rob Zombie's not a big guy. And he said that he took those from Herman Munster because a lot of the the actor sometimes may not be the biggest, but he had to sound heavy in the black and white show. Heavy footsteps, blah, blah, blah. So Rob Zombie had those kind of like space boots that were heavy. He would sound heavier on stage, but he grew up loving, obviously, the show. Mm-hmm. And he said some of his early, like, Rob Zombie stuff, so, like, Living Dead Girl, Dracula, like, he's like, there's little tie-ins to Lily, to Herman, to the Count, and, like, some of his early stuff. So when he always pictured the Munsters as a kid and, like, growing up watching them, he used to dream them in Technicolor, like, super bright colors. He used to trip acid and he used to trip that he was living in the monsters the, as the wolf boy awesome. as he was little <laughs> yeah because when he was growing up he wasn't adam's family he grew up watching the monsters like he mm-hmm. felt like the outcast like he would have been a part of that family like that group more than the cookie cut of neighborhood that they lived in so it's always neat now to see what he made not to cut in but I don't know, Candy loves Rob Zombie just as much. Um, we've had talks about it for over a decade, <laughs> listening to his music. and But it's a tie-in to, like, the in-between times of, like, White Zombie and Rob Zombie, like, how he dresses and some of the weirdness. But take a look at his early shoes, and then look at Herman Munster's shoes in the movie now, and look at the shoes that he used to wear and some of his, like, early music videos. Same. That's funny. And, and that's how he tied him. He loved them that much because it made him taller well, and heavier. I thought they did a great job with Herman because I didn't realize that he was the tall and skinny, lanky actor. You know, he was in 31 and I was just from 31. You know, he's like super skinny. And I was like, this guy looks huge. And I'm like, that's the same actor, though. So I think they did great on him. Um I do feel like some of the his character portrayal, I mean, I don't know. I kind of felt, I guess, pretentious is the word, maybe. I know Herman was always kind of full of himself, but he made him really full of himself. Um, I still enjoyed it. Uh, it was really interesting to see Sherry not play a psycho. And she played Lily. Like, she was constantly doing her hands like that and that voice at first I was like, this is, this is kind of odd, but I was like, Oh my, I guess that's Lily. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I, yeah. Like uh, with Lily's voice, it's oh, it's too over the top. And I could say that about Herman's too. They took like the original voices and just amplified it by 10. Cause like Herman, he like, he like squeaked his voice way too much. And I know the old Herman did too, but like, not like this. Mm-hmm. He was, I didn't he like was, his laugh. See, I, that was the only redeeming thing about his voice was his laugh because his really? laugh actually sounded just like the old Herman, but his voice was like, Oh, it's Lily. <laughs> like, oh, stop raising your voice like that, dude. 
it was cool for like the first 10 minutes and then it started grating on my nerves, which is the opposite effect of Lily because Lily, the first 10 minutes, I was like, oh God, is this how it's going to be the whole movie? And it was, but it actually kind of grew on me because, uh, I don't know. It was the same throughout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's very consistent. So she was like, oh, hello, Herman. I don't know why. I'm like, oh my gosh. Why are you doing that? Like the original Lily didn't talk like that. I mean, she had like flashes of that, but she didn't like full talk like that all the time. Weird. I think my favorite scene is with the, um, oh my gosh, the Orlock. <laughs> Dude. If the tombs are rocking, don't come knocking. Dude, he's straight up dancing. Empire. He's doing the robot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you know? Did you know he was played by Richard Brake as well? No, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I knew Richard Brake played the um, the professor. Scientist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He also played the Nosferatu or the Orlock guy. And uh, <laughs> dude, his first off, his makeup was amazing. I liked the Orlock's makeup. Yeah. Oh my I god, he it. looked awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I every scene that he, Orlock was in, my favorite scenes. Yeah, he's hilarious. I thought that was so funny. Do you like rats? Yeah. <laughs> I love like, Richard Brake in it. I should have known. Yeah, right? Known. Yep. Yeah, Richard Brake was great. Um, he His portrayal of the of the doctor was very over the top as well, but in a, in a way that I was like, I can, I like this. Like, this is cool. Whereas Herman and Lily kind of Graded on my nerves a little bit. What'd you think about uh, Count? Grandpa? Okay, Count was fucking amazing. Yeah, he was Count, awesome. Count Count is the best part of the movie. In fact, I think Count kind of carried the movie for me. Um, he, I, I was, I was reading something that said that he was a little more <laughs> Jewish sounding. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's not a Jewish vampire, but that that doesn't really go together. But. uh he said he was a little more Jewish sounding, a little more Jewish acting, but he, man, he was so good, man. He was Freaking hilarious. Love that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Ed? What did you think? Did you, did you like, did you like the count? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah the, um, I just kind of had some odd feelings about Lily and Herman. I mean, I liked them both, but I just, felt as sometimes they were kind of trying too hard. Um, and then some of the editing kind of bothered me, but it wasn't to where it took me completely out. It's just like when Lily first sees the Orlock, I love that, you know, they brought her in like that, but then it goes into slow-mo and then she talks and I'm like, why did they do that? Yeah. Why did they yep. have to slow that clip down? That was kind of weird to me. Um, but I just, I thought it was so cute, especially like when Lily asked him out, <laughs> like, even though, you know, their voices are silly and everything. It was just, it was just cute. I thought. Where he kept and closing kept, the door and like getting yes, excited. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That and, was cool. You know, it's weird. You wouldn't think you would say a Rob Zombie movie was cute, but I really did. <laughs> I thought it was adorable. He should make a he should make a sequel where it's a bunch of uh redneck hillbillies 
with uh, murder and rape and Herman's just killing everybody. And you got strippers. Lily turns into a stripper and, you know. Oh, God. I feel should. like there's going to be a sequel, though, because they set it up for that. They definitely did. I don't I don't think there will be just because of the the media attention that it got, um, which I want to talk about that, too. But OK. Uh, but yeah, I the media attention and it's getting a ton of hate. A ton of it's hate. It's supposed I, to be goofy. Well, I think that's where people are losing it, right? Because I he's mean, it was so long synopsis. ago. He's not tied to goofy movies. Well, that that and the fact that it's 2022. I mean, we're 60 years past. And so that actually brings up one good point I want to make. I actually think that this movie would have been a lot better if they had a laugh track. It almost feels like they built the jokes for a laugh track. Okay. Because like they they would say a joke or a punchline, which the punchlines are stupid. Let's be honest; like they're not funny. Right. They would have been funny in the '60s, right? Which is, I think, why I think Rob Zombie did a great job because he really imitated the show a lot. Um, but if you if there would have been laughter after the joke, like it would have felt a lot more like the show one and two. I think it would have uh, invoked laughter in the audience as well, right? So me me watching, knowing that someone else is laughing kind of makes me laugh too. And to know that that was supposed to be a joke. Half the jokes, I don't, I don't even think I caught because I don't even know if I knew they were jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, hell, Herman is just, everything he says is a f- fucking joke, to be honest. So, yeah. Beth, what did you think? Um... I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, I mean, I knew going in it was going to be goofy and campy. Especially after Rob Zombie posted, you know, this thing about his rant. I didn't spend millions. I didn't do the, you know, basically letting fans know what to kind of expect. Because he got upset. What happened there? There was a lot of rumors going around that he spent like, 32 or 22 million on this movie. He's never spent any kind of money like that on a movie. He just doesn't do it. That's not his. I think he, I think he said that if you added all the movies that he's done together, it wouldn't even be 40 million. Right. Cause that's not what he's ever signed up to do movies for. He's done it because he loves it. It usually ties into either a song, one of his songs or an album. Um, so, so obviously for him to post that, it's very passionate. He's a very private person typically. So um, I was excited because it is, it's a very different stretch than any of the other. I love all of his movies. So um, not as much as the, the trilogy of, you know, House of a Thousand Corpses and so forth. But so I knew Firefly. going in, it was going to be. Yeah. Hmm? The Firefly family. Right. So I knew going in that this was going to be very different, but I was excited because if he's going to put that much time and effort into something, there's going to be magic there. Um, I was also really excited for the cast because obviously the guy that played Herman has been in 31. He was in The Sheriff and um, Three from Hell. 
um, and so forth. You know, Richard Brake was in it. You've got Sherry Moon. Obviously, she's in every one of his movies. I was excited to see Sherry portray somebody else um, just for that difference. You know, she wasn't playing Baby. She wasn't playing, you know, um, like Lords of Salem and, and so forth. So I liked how over the top certain things were, you know. The guy, um, Herman, a lot, some of his stuff did get over, you know, like Cheney was saying, a lot of his, like, mannerisms and the uh, start of his laugh, it was so repetitive, I think is what annoyed me, because I was like, okay, can he just talk? I don't need the, you know, the guffaws of his beginning of the laughter all the time. It could be broken up. Lily, I get it, why she had that same tone throughout, because... She, whenever she plays an, a role for Rob, she always is over the top. Always. So I knew that. Um, I loved the Count. Loved him. He made me laugh really hard because he was just mean. And hit, the humor was great. Um, did not like the fact that he was blue. He was a little too blue for me in color. They could have fixed that. I didn't um, like that Herman was green. He was really? really green. Like, really. It was like fake Halloween green. Like, I went to Walmart and bought the kids' Halloween paint and painted them. I think that's intentional, though, right? I mean, to make them look corny. Like, it... I felt like you could still go corny, but you still could have taken stuff down. Just, you could have lilied it because Lily wasn't so, you know, like huge black streaks. She was blended. I felt like you could have took the Count's makeup and blended him better to where he didn't look like someone threw blue on his face. Herman, you could have took that and muted it, angled him a little bit better, added some shading, and made it a lot more of like a realistic look. Hey, I, I was dead. Now I'm kind of a rotted look. It would have been a little bit more believable. The bolts, you could have made the bolts look a little bit more believable instead of, hey, look, they look half glued on. They're kind of falling off my neck. Um, The castle, I thought the sets were fantastic. Like, they were all really cool. I thought they were really cool, like, to the original sets. Um, I do agree with Justin with the laugh track. I really thought that would have, like, tied it all together. I feel like... Maybe there's a different version they'll release later, like an extended, um, that might have some of those, you know, things or like the big pal signs above people's heads, like the old Batman cartoons or something that could have added to it. I did like the slapstick kind of humor with stuff. Um, but yeah, I do agree with the editing. There was some weird editing in there that just kind of, I felt like either was unfinished or there was supposed to be something additional that maybe a budget cut or maybe because of time that the movie was already so long, they couldn't extend it. Um, I loved it, though. I loved it. I felt like I was back watching the Munsters when I was a kid. It was just in really bright color. Um, I told Justin this last night. Teenage, I felt like this is a movie I want to add to my It's Now the Beginning of October along with, like, Hocus Pocus. Um, 
you know, because it gets me in the spirit of wanting of Halloween right around the corner. Um, I love that it's Rob Zombie, which means kids could walk in and that be on. No one would have any idea it's Rob Zombie. We all would, but like that could be on anybody's list of movies to it's watch. His only movie that's not rated R. His only one. Right. And I I'm so happy that he made it, knowing that it's one of his favorite, you know, shows of all time. I'm so happy he got to do it and he did it in a way that he should be proud of. Because there's a lot of people that probably could have tried this and it would have been really bad. And I actually well, I had a lot of fun watching it. <laughs> I, I think that's a why lot. I like it so much too. Because I know how much he loved this and he didn't get on beforehand and was like with his zipper halfway done, like we were talking <laughs> about last week, like, uh guys, they handed me this and I was super passionate about it. Like you just could see how much he was passionate about it just by watching the movie. So I think that's why I really enjoyed it too. Yeah, it was so much fun. Like, how do you, you can't have a bad time watching this. Yeah, can we pick apart stuff? Yes. I had a blast watching this movie, though, guys. It was a lot of fun to watch it. And yeah, so, I, th- I think you can't go into this movie and expect to want to watch a movie to pick apart. Like, you have to go in this with the with the mindset of, I'm watching a a stupid-ass Halloween movie. And I want to have fun and you have to obviously turn off your, your critical thinking hat and your, uh, your adult thinking hat and just enjoy it for what it is, man. Cause what it is, is a movie that makes you smile. And that's, that's how I felt, felt about it. I didn't feel good yesterday when I watched this and I was smiling the whole time. Like I was sick. Uh, I didn't like my back was hurting and I had a long day at work. I was still smiling the whole freaking movie. And that that says a lot about what he was trying to accomplish here because this is this is a show that really shaped his his image and his thought of who he wants to be. Um everything that he loves about about monsters and horror really came from the monsters and it shines through like from start to finish. They start the movie in Transylvania and they have all the classic horror movie monsters, um, universal monsters like Wolfman and uh, the mummy and, you know, Nosferatu, you know, all that stuff. They got zombies and, you know, it, and they're all done so well. And you could tell he was just like, dude, I don't give a shit what people think about this. I'm just making whatever the hell I want to you. And I want to make it from my heart. And you could tell that. So that that right off the bat, I I admire him and I admire this film just for that reason. I also admire the fact that he was so willing to to stick up for the the quality of the film because after the trailer came out, it was getting bashed, and then there was the rumor that it had a forty million dollar budget and that Peacock that it was coming out on Peacock, and he you know his post was like, dude, where does this even come from, dude? Like, who even makes this shit up? Like I pour my heart into this and then you're going to bash it because you think I had a big budget, like fuck off. And that, you know, that tells me that he's, he's proud of it and he doesn't really care what you think about it. He made, he made this movie for him. And I freaking love that, man. You know, I always go back to, he had an episode on MTV cribs like 15 years ago 
and you know, and he toured his house and it's just full of the universal monster uh, movie memorabilia everywhere. And he had, he has monsters posters everywhere. And like, it just, it shines through um, the production value on this movie uh, is this. When I say production, I'm talking about set design, costumes, makeup, location. F- fucking phenomenal to me, to me. Like this is, this is, if I could picture the monsters in color, this is it. This is exactly what I would picture. Just colors everywhere. The lighting, the way they did the lighting. I'll agree with you, Chaney. I think the, there is some camera work, um, I'm I'm never a fan of twisting cameras, like going in a circle as you come up on somebody. I I feel like it's uh, juvenile, very childish, but it actually worked in this movie. Um, it actually fit the aesthetic that he was going for, so it didn't bother me in this one. Um, there was there was some sets that felt uh, the way they lit it and the way they filmed it, it felt super cheap, and then there were some sets that felt like crazy expensive but you can tell his his money went to set design went to lighting it went to costume and makeup and it went to location because uh so it's chef's kiss to me uh just fun fun and whimsical and just over the top and exaggerated and as a as a fan of halloween and horror and not just like what the fuck horror but like just spooky stuff bats and i like the corny halloween decorations i like that stuff too this is a this is a homage to that as well so i love that um but i think the film really hits a stride when they finally get to america and you know they're put into real life situations with real people and that's really where the monsters strive and i think that's what makes the show so successful is that they're monsters living in a real world away from other monsters. So they, they have to learn how to fit in and they have to like, you know, I think there's a, I was watching some stuff earlier, but like there's an episode where Herman uh, gets electrocuted in the head and he turns into, turns into his normal person. So it's just Fred Gwynn, you know, and he's like terrified of himself because he thinks he's hideous. Uh, They kind of pay homage to that in the new movie where, like the normal people are the the scary monsters and i that's freaking awesome man so they have like this halloween party and they th- they think everyone's monsters then they wake up the next the next day and they're like oh my god what the hell i i laugh so hard at that when they're like the monsters won and they're like what and he's like it's obviously a beauty contest yeah. <laughs> and cats like just grab the money get out of here before they catch on <laughs> Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. And you already called it out, but the free, I can't remember his name, but the, the Nosferatu guy that, that shit made my night, man. That it's so funny when he's like, he's like busting out the robot and just dancing. And, uh, he, he played that so good. Um, also just to, just to talk about Herman real quick, like, even though his voice was over the top, I freaking loved his character because he was like, didn't matter what he was going through, what he was doing, whatever stupid decision or stupid situation he was getting himself into, he was still happy. You're right. 
Yeah, sorry, I have a cat. <laughs> he was still happy, and he was still uh, like, I don't know. He was still that positive, like, dopey dude, right? And it, it's almost like a, a beacon of of sunshine in a dark ass situation. And I just, I, I love the allegory of his character. It's the same thing in the show with Fred Gwynn. Like he was just a, he was always happy. Every, he was never upset. And if he got upset, he would just bang his hands and then it would be happy again, you know? And uh, I, I love that. So yeah, all in all, this is a fun ass movie. It's a beautiful movie. And I just had a blast watching it. And I'm so glad that we uh we decided to do this one this isn't a i mean honestly this could be a a wtf movie because like a a real horror fan sits down and expects a rob zombie movie they're gonna be like what the what is this shit just just have a chaser of three from hell it'll be okay yeah (laughs) you can find your safe space wasn't he uh jeff jeff daniel phillips or whatever the guy who played Herman, mm-hmm. Philip Daniels, he um wasn't he the he was like, the sheriff, the bouncer. Well, he was the bouncer in the strip club in uh, Halloween Two. Yes, the one that like had to take out the trash, and Michael killed in the dumpster mm-hmm. or by the dumpster. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done. Yeah, I like him a lot. I think I was trying to look and see which how many he's done of Rob Zombies versus like um. Oh gosh, and I cannot believe I'm forgetting my favorite, one of my favorite actors' names, but the guy that plays Otis. Like how many he's done? Bill Mosley. Yeah, with like Thank so Mosley. Richard Brake, Bill Mosley, and then Jeff Daniel Phillips. Like how many those three have all done? Like have they done the same amount? But just trying to figure out because obviously Rob Zombie's got his like core group that he sticks with. Um, especially male, well, I mean, obviously Sherry's in every movie, but like his, the male actors. And so it was really yeah, cool I, to see like Jeff Daniel Phillips and Richard Brake both be in the Munsters together because Bill Mosley obviously wasn't in this. My husband yeah, were, and I, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say they're both in 31 and three from hell though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, and I were trying to decide like who would Sid, Sid play if he was still alive. And so Skeeter thought it was going to be Count. He was like, he would be an awesome Count. Oh my I don't gosh. Know. I don't know. I, I don't I, know. I think anyone else in Count would, uh, would ruin it. Cause like the dude that played the Count was phenomenal, man. Yeah. I don't oh, know where so I think Sid could have done Floop. No. Uh, okay. That. Okay, Floop is the worst character in this movie. His acting sucked. His, the character sucked. Like there was no reason for he for him to even exist, except for a couple punchlines, and that really upsets me. He, so I don't know. Richard Brake was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Sid would have been a good Igor. He yeah. could have carried Igor. I think. I really liked. I really liked Igor too. Igor was pretty awesome. Yeah, I love the bat part when he like transforms and he's like, do you want to go with me? And he's like, I think I might stay. And then he did the whole bottoms up joke and I died. I was dying. I was holding on to my incision, like just laughing so hard. I'm like, thank you. 
thank you for putting that kind of a joke in. Because he's like, well, that count, that Lord Grisby doesn't have a pool either. And he, they just both like break the fourth wall and look at the teeth, like look at the camera. Yeah. And I was just dying. I was like, I love this. <laughs> He was like, I'm going to go be a pool boy for <laughs> a pool bowl for Lord Grimsby. And he was like, he doesn't have a pool. He was like, oh, uh-oh. And then he's like, bottoms up. And he's like, "You, that's what Lord Grimsby said to me, too. And they both looked at the camera and I just started dying laughing. I was like, I love this. Yeah. 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 That was funny. That was really funny. Yeah. I, I think the la the, the really the only thing I didn't connect with really was was Lily. I just, she, I don't know. She was just kind of there. Um, and like I said, her voice was too annoying for me, but I, I, but I did get used to it as the movie went on. So I, you know, I don't know. She was all right, but please stop putting her in every freaking movie. Like there are so many actresses that could have done a great job there. He's never going like, to stop. She sucks though. Never she sucks. gonna stop me. Never gonna stop. stop. Never gonna stop me. No. <laughs> Thank you, no. Jenny. You're welcome. Yo, I was uh, I was gonna say this. I was Look watching at his some face. He's all fired up now. <laughs> some old ass Rob Zombie video or white white zombie videos. And like I'm newer to Rob Zombie. I only knew his movies, but I started listening to his music after that. Right. Beth always listened to Rob Zombie, White Zombie stuff. And uh the dude, he dressed up like straight up <laughs> steampunk. Like yeah, dude, he's Watch like a, going mouth. to a rave. He's not even a rock star. He's like dressed up like a rave party guy. That's why he's like doing the though. He's, he's like doing the, Yeah. He's in the stupid. car like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's talking about Thunderstruck. Um Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Thunderstruck. The car. The th yeah, the Thunder no. one. Yeah. Yeah. So Don't bad. hate on him. So bad. Just... He's got like dreadlocks and shit. Like, he still has dreadlocks. Yeah, but he's wearing a top hat and fucking. Oh my God. And those girl boots. Justin, you're in the you same house about. as me. I will throw something. All he needed was glow sticks and then oh. like straight Raven. Yep. I'm telling you, that shit's funny. Appreciate that shit's funny. his genius. That's all I'm going to say. I appreciate him. Oh, I do. Okay. I definitely do on the cinematic side. I love his, not so much in the monsters, but I love his, uh, his voyeuristic filming style, like where he shoots through windows and uh, bars. And like, it, he's always behind something when he's shooting to give perspective. And it looks like you're being a voyeur as something's happening. So I, I really like, I love that. It's so gritty and gritty and dirty feeling. Um, gives his movies a different feel dialogue. He's not the best at, he's definitely no Quentin Tarantino, but, uh, but his film, his, uh, yeah, the way he shoots stuff is, is beautiful. Anyways. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's rate this sucker. Out of five. I'm not going first. Cheney. I was going to say I wish this was a series versus a movie, but I'll get Fair. over it. I wish um, it was a serious thing. I am going to give this. There's just a couple of things. So 
Okay. I really did enjoy it. So that's awesome, man. That's super yeah. high. Yeah. Beth, I liked it. That's I, awesome. That's honestly training. Before I even heard yours, mine's the same. Um, there's a few tweaks to it that, like, I think if it laughing, if there was a laugh reel, um, <laughs> if the colors of the makeup were done better. You know, if I didn't feel like my I was doing it to my kids when they were little with grease paint, um, just a couple tweaks, it'd be a solid five. Um, but I will say this. I'm so like, obviously, Rob Zombie's not watching everybody's like reviews. But like, if he was to watch ours, I would just say like, I'm so fucking proud of this movie that he did. Because he took a huge chance, a huge, huge chance on this, a leap of faith. It's so different yeah. than anything he's ever done. And I'm so happy he did it. Um, and I think we're the only review so far that has liked it, to be well, honest with you. People are closed-minded, I, though. And if people <laughs> were to actually either have fully listened to you know, his discography of music from both bands, or maybe looked at all of his movies from a maybe a broader perspective, who knows. Um, but he's loved the Munsters and the universal, you know, scary monsters for so many years. And to be able to say, I'm put, I'm footing the bill, I'm doing this, and I'm going to pay the respect that he should have, which I feel like he did. I mean, this is from the 60s. So to pay it the correct respect that it deserved, like. My hat's off to him because there's. I feel like there's very few people that could have. I mean, yeah. he did it justice. I told my dad, who anti Hollywood, you know, typical conservative. Sorry, dad, if you watch this. Not really sorry. <laughs> um, but in reality, like I told both of my parents, I'm like, just watch this. You guys loved the monsters, especially when you guys were growing up. <laughs> Pay, watch this. It pays it the right homage and the right respect that it deserves. Because I really do feel like it does with color. Yep. And I don't feel like there's any movie houses or any big streaming companies that would have. I feel like it would have been cheapened. So a four They would have animated it. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with Cheney. I think they would have. I If they yep. had tweaked a couple things, it would be a solid five for me. But as of right now, it is honestly one of my favorite movies so far this year because of what he did. So it is a four and wow. a half for me. So awesome. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm uh, I'm super high on this movie too. Uh, I recognize. I think we all recognize that this is not a good movie. Like it's not for for a typical moviegoer with expectations of plot and and plot devices and you know lack of tropes and you know all that stuff that you usually look for in a good movie good acting you know all that stuff all that stuff um with that being said uh this is the most fun i've had in a movie all year so mm -hmm. i gotta agree with beth on that um well and cheney too like it's just so much fun to watch and i always say this but if a movie makes me feel something whether it's happy, sad, scared, whatever, um, I I love it, right? And so this, for me, is a great movie because it made me feel joy. I smiled from start to finish, and that makes me happy, man. Keep making movies that make us happy. And 
you know, it can still be a horror movie because there's a couple horror movies this year that have made me happy. Not because the same way the monsters did, but um, yeah. And it wasn't Jeepers Creepers, by the way, if, uh, if you're wondering. They didn't go, get your go watch that. Go, go watch that episode. You'll, you'll realize what we thought. Um, so shit. yeah, I'm, I'm giving this movie a four and a half as well. I think we're all, I think we're all pretty high on this and that makes me happy too. That makes me, it's, it's nice to kind of switch it up and do a, a feel good movie, a mm-hmm. silly one. I don't have to think it's not a psychological thriller that I have to like unpack the plot and uh, figure out what the underlying political, you know, agendas are in the movie and all, you know, all that stuff. No, this is just a fun movie. This is a homage, a passion project, and it's just got a lot of heart. And uh, if you go into it with that expectation, I think you'll really love it. And if you are a fan of the monsters, I think you'll love it even that much more. Um, I also think if you're in between the ages of like 30 and 45, that's kind of the sweet spot for this movie because I think people under the age of 30 don't understand the monsters, the, the type of humor that is. Mm-hmm. I think people over 45, maybe maybe even 50, I think they kind of grew up with the monsters and this isn't like enough, right? They they want that 100% nostalgia, black and white, you know, same actors, all that stuff. So I, th- I think we land right in that sweet spot, you know? One more thing, Justin, you forgot the Easter egg, the piece of resistance. Oh my gosh, yes. Freaking Who was in it? Freaking Elvira, man. What the shit? And then they yeah, teased that's what it. My husband said. She was like she was like, I Ew, hope you don't Barbara. mind. I'm, I hope you don't mind. I'm gonna be wearing uh my costume. And I was Justin like, dude, was she's gonna out. She's gonna show up as Elvira. And uh then she was a witch, but uh that's okay. I'm sure it's copyrighted. And they can't do that. But uh, okay, fun fact: When I was a kid, oh, God. my dad used to go to the bar all the time, and Elvira came to the bar that he goes to to do a promotion for Bud Light, and they gave the bar a like a life size cardboard cutout of Elvira, and she signed it right on her, you know, right on her chest because that, you know, that's what she was known for, mm-hmm. and. Uh, because my dad was such a f- frequent flyer um, at this particular bar, they gave it to him and he gave it to me. I think I was like nine years old, 10 years old. So I had a life-size cardboard cutout of Elvira with her signature on her chest in, your uh, bedroom. in my room. As I was going through uh, my boyhood changes, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Cassandra Peterson, for uh, helping me get through my childhood. Uh, (laughs) Now, Chaney, get this. Imagine last night we're watching the show, and I knew Elvira was in the movie. Um, Seeing that, and he's like, she's like, I'm going to be in costume. And he's like, maybe she'll be dressed up. And I just looked over at him. And I was like, (laughs) you nasty old man, nasty old man. But then she was like, obviously not. And he's like, oh, man, I wish she was. I'm like, I bet you it's copyrighted. But in my head, I'm just thinking in my head, you perverted teenage boy inside of a 40-year-old man's body. 
But I'm dying. So Katie, I was you laughing. Don't have the cardboard cutout anymore. It was well used. <laughs> I, <laughs> you <were dead. laughs> it turned into paper. Oh god! <laughs> no, you know how before after paper gets real wet and soggy, it's just like pulp. <laughs> oh god. Anyways, um, yeah. So there's that. There's that. Um, Ew. Don't tell me every 13-year-old boy that likes horror movies did not have a crush on Elvira growing up. I mean, come on now. Not every 13-year-old boy had a cardboard cutout and ruined it, Justin. Because well, her chesticle okay, was fair. signed. That's fair. <laughs> well, signed or not, I mean, come on now. It's Elvira. Like, he wasn't paid attention to the signature. No, the signature got in the way. His own territory. The signature got in the way. where to put his hand. Oh gosh! All right, so uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that was the monsters. Uh, go check it out, man, if you haven't seen it, and uh, let us know what you think. Because I'm there's so much hate for this movie. Go into it with an open mind. Expect silly, stupid slapstick. Appreciate it for what it is, and uh, know that there was a ton of heart poured into this. That this was a passion project, and and close close your mind, man. Just just watch the damn movie and appreciate it for what it is. And I, I think you'll love it. So, um, and yes, we do know it's a bad movie. Okay, we do, but that's okay. We because can still we like bad movies. Well, and we love fun movies too. We love movies that make us smile. We love movies that make us cry and make us feel anxious. We love all that shit. So, you know, bravo. Keep making movies like that. And uh, yeah. Any uh, any closing thoughts? Elvira made me cry. Nope. That's fair. She made me smile. So. Oh God. We don't want to talk about that. No. Yeah, but yeah, new new subject. I'm I, was, just saying. I was laughing so hard I was crying. Check it out. It's a Serbian film next episode. Yep, yep. That'll be uh, that'll be published on Monday. Um, Monday of next week, and that's gonna be a that's gonna be a totally different tone of uh, review for sure. I will not be on I, that I, podcast, everybody. That's a hard if, no for me on that movie. Sorry, I don't think I could sit down and watch that movie with you, sweetheart. Oh, his lights are off. Time to go. Time to sign off, everyone. No, his Google turns off at nine. Okay, your room looks like the Orlock's tombs right now. <laughs> like, I need you to do a little bit of this. Dude, it does, man. Like, the. Honestly, like, his lighting is so crazy. It's, it's like LED greens and blues everywhere. It's a disco, Purple. disco. Disco, disco. No, the song they were playing was like Lover Boy Vampire or some shit. I can't remember. Or Sexy Vampire. He was like, Sexy, sexy vampire. I had I that like, song oh my in my God. head last night. <laughs> so good. Now I so want to look it up. Yep. I want to find the All right. soundtrack. So. I think uh, I think that wraps it up for us. And uh, yeah, check out Serbian Film next week. And uh, appreciate everyone listening. And appreciate you, Beth and Chaney, for, for joining me on this ride. Thank you guys oh. for putting up with me this time.
Always. Yeah, it was tough. I it missed tough. you guys. <laughs> All right. All right. Everyone have a good week and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Later. <laughs>